Mike Johnson. He's from your home state of Louisiana, oh, the Speaker of the House. I read today he wrote a foreword in a book right. that describes to conspiracy theories and homophobic insults. I thought, Mike, Mike Johnson wrote the foreword to the Bible? Uh, <laughs> do you think Mike Johnson can hold his party together now that he has taken the mantle? Well, first of all, I don't think he can hold his party together. Second of all, you're exactly right. Mike Johnson and what he believes is one of the greatest threats we have today to the United States. When I, I, I promise you, I know these people. Well, you're talking about Christian nationalism. That's what absolutely. This is a bigger <clears throat> threat than Al-Qaeda uh, to this country. They, and let me tell you something. They're Speaker of the House. They got probably at least two Supreme Court justices, maybe more. Right? Don't kid yourself. In, in, People in the press have no idea who this guy is, how he was formed, what the threat is, and this is a fundamental threat to the United States. It is a fundamental, they don't believe in the Constitution. They'll tell you that. Mike Johnson himself says, what is democracy but, but two wolves and a lamb having lunch? That's what they really, really, really believe. And to say, oh, come on, man, that's just, no, no. They, they believe that. And they're coming, and they've been doing it forever. They're funded. They're funded. They're yeah. relentless. And, you know, they probably won't win for a while, but they might. No, and if just, they do, you, it's, you blow, the whole country blows a gas. You just have to look at that painting. I think it's a Kincaid painting that a lot of them like, where Jesus is handing the Constitution right. to sure. Thomas Jefferson. I mean, right. if you could look at that and go, hmm, that's the way it probably happened. <laughs> I know it. I that know that it wasn't well. a photo. That, that, that is a photo. no. Dean Carvel and Bill Maher, uh, and I want you to embrace this: that Christian nationalism, that Christians, evangelical Christians, and traditional Catholics, where they talked about the syllabus errors, which really was a throwdown against modernity back in the uh, in the 19th century, a throwdown against Nietzsche. And uh, what they foresaw the 20th century was going to become with Hitler and Mussolini and Mao Zedong, Stalin, all of it. But that's to be mocked and ridiculed. And even more importantly, it is uh, you're dangerous. In fact, James Carville said you're more dangerous than Al Qaeda. And remember, Al Qaeda is the Twin Towers. Al Qaeda was the Afghan war. Al Qaeda is one of the most important parts of the Muslim Brotherhood's war against the Christian West. Uh, but you're more dangerous. Folks in the audience that have a biblical worldview, traditional Catholics that believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, according to the secularists that control this country, you're more dangerous than the most dangerous terrorists that have taken this country on in 50 years. But it seems that Steve Bannon and Speaker Mike Johnson have uh, taken some offense what I said on Bill Maher. Now, first, let's talk about Mr. Bannon. Can't this son of a bitch think of an original name for his podcast? He calls it the War Rub. Where have you ever heard of that before? But if you ever looked at it, you can act, the guy stinks so much, you can smell it through when you watch him on his podcast. I, 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 he's going to jail. The person I really feel sorry for, it's a violation of the Eighth Amendment, cruel and unusual punishment, to be in the same cell with him.
so Anne, as you studied uh, in, in your book, as you studied what Orban did on the path to power, as you studied what the Law and Justice Party did on the path to power, I don't remember it even being as explicit. Right. Their threats against democracy in Hungary and Poland even being as explicit as having a presidential candidate promising to terminate the Constitution, execute generals that are insufficiently loyal and ban television news networks that he doesn't like. Again, in the campaign phase, this seems far more explicit, far more extreme than even what we saw in Orban's rise and the law and uh, justice's rise in Poland. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's true that in both of those cases, it was the second term. It was the second time of being in power when those political parties and leaders, you know, began to push back against the media, you know, change the Constitution, change the courts. And so in that sense, this is a parallel. But you're right that this kind of language about, um, you know, attacking my enemies and um, describing them as vermin, you know, which is which is the kind of language language that Nazis use to describe their enemies and describe Jews. Um, you know, this isn't something you heard in Central Europe. I mean, it sounds much more like what you'd hear in Russia or in one of the really severe autocracies around the world. It's not even it's not even the language of declining democracy elsewhere. Together, we're taking on some of the most menacing forces and vicious opponents our people have ever seen. No matter how hateful and corrupt the communists and criminals we're fighting against may be, you must never forget that our nation does not belong to them. This nation belongs to you, Front Row Joes. This is your home. This is your heritage. And our American liberty is your God-given right. So, so Liz, what do you say to people who who accuse you, me, a lot of us, of of just ca- catastrophizing, being hysterical um, when when we bring up the fact that he's talking about terminating the Constitution, assassinating generals that disagree with him, taking TV networks off that he disagrees with, uh, jailing immediately uh, those that he opposes. Um, for former lawyers that have been sufficient, insufficiently loyal. What do you, how do you explain to your friends, your former allies and other skeptics that this is a decision between democracy and authoritarianism in 2024? Well, I think that you, you, that's exactly what we have to do. And I think part of it is um, remembering that there are certain people that we aren't going to convince. There are people that are going to be with Trump no matter what. But, but there are more people, um, Republicans, Democrats, independents, um, who we have to make sure they understand he's not a choice. He's not an option. He's not fit for this office. And, um, and I think that those are the people who are listening. Those are people we have to mobilize and motivate, uh, to stand against the danger that he presents. And I think that, that the facts matter. You know, there are a lot of people today who I think, you know, say, well, the truth doesn't matter anymore. For some segment of the population, that's true. It doesn't. Um, but, 
far more people uh, are willing to listen. And and I think that because this isn't just us imagining what he would do, it's it's us saying, take him seriously. He's telling us what he will do every single day. Yeah. He does that. Um, and, uh, and just reminding people they can't think of him as an option uh, when they go in to vote in 2024. I think, you know, what you're sort of what you're sort of getting at here is Christian nationalism. Right. I read the I haven't read the book yet, but I read the piece that you put out in the Atlantic about it that ended with the pastor who took over for your father, who was trying to fight the takeover of Trump in the in the church. Um, you asked him what's happened to the evangelicals in America. And he said they love America too much. It's like they're is that what we're dealing with here? Is, is this what what this what the evangelical or at least for some evangelicals that are supporting Trump morphed into Christian nationalism? I think so. And listen, Christian nationalism is, is a loaded term, and it means different things to different people. So I think clarifying in this context what the definition yeah. is is helpful. At the end of the day, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you are called to a citizenship in heaven, uh, and you are called to be a part of the kingdom of God. And we are warned as Christians throughout Scripture, Old Testament and New Testament, prayers and epistles, all the way through. It's not ambiguous that your identity is rooted in heaven. Your identity is rooted in following Jesus. Um, unfortunately, I think this love of country, which can be healthy to a point, over-realized among some of these evangelical Christians, has sort of merged two kingdoms into one and has created this, this belief that somehow if America falls, then God himself is defeated. When, again, as Christians, we believe that Jesus triumphed over the grave, so there is no such thing as defeat. But when you begin to think of America as almost this covenant nation that, 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 that God has ordained us, God has blessed us, and you are fighting for God by fighting for America, that is Christian nationalism. And that is what has infected much of the church today. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot. Not all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Tuesday, 5 December in the year of our Lord, 2023 on Capitol Hill right now. There's a hearing with the Ivy League presidents under oath where they're being grilled by Lee Stefanik and others about exactly who finances these colleges. Uh, in the rise of not simply anti-Semitism, but uh, Jewish and I might add Christian hate uh, and hate for the West. How did this all come about? That's happening in the House over in the Senate. Uh, the Senate uh, panel is grilling um, Christopher Ray. We're going to cut in and dip into both of those as the morning progresses. Speaker Johnson, a victory here for the War Room Posse. He sent a letter to the White House and said, hey, look, about this Ukraine deal and the supplemental, uh, before we can even consider it, 
we have to have transformative legislation attached on the border. That means it's dead in the water. Uh, ben Harnwell's going to join us. Dave Bratt's going to join us. Nikki Haley, lead story on CNN. Uh, the donors, she's now, uh, I call her Donor Barbie. Uh, the donors are loving up on her. Why? At the center of her campaign, this is a winner. The center of her campaign is to cut Social Security and Medicare. I kid you not. With all the issues we have that we can deal with on discretionary spending, all the issues we can deal with on massive tax increases for her paymasters, the Kochs, Paul Singer, Ken Griffin, just to name a random couple of three. Let's throw Ken Langone in there, too. Um, uh, for the super wealthy. No, she's going to start. She, they're, they're obsessed. They say in there, Charles Koch is obsessed with your $1,200 uh, Social Security check you get every month. I don't, I'm not kidding you. A guy worth, I don't know, $60, 80000000000 billion. He's obsessed, obsessed with your 1200 a, a month. I want to bring in Cash Patel. We've got a lot to go through. The war is expanding. We're being dragged into it every moment. Uh, Cash, first off, you put up something on Truth yesterday. Uh, Brother Carville. He's got a problem. Uh, he can lay out all the insults. I mean, hey, dude, you know, I'm the honey badger. I could care less what your insults are. The, uh, but he's got a problem. He's on there saying that Christians and Catholics in this country are a bigger threat than the most brutal terror, uh, Sharia supremacist terror group ever to come against the United States. That's, that's on that, and we're making commercials and spots on it right now. And this is to get the 30 million evangelical Christians who are not registered to vote out in a massive army to vote. I got about a minute here. Your thoughts on Carvel before I bring you back and talk about the Persians. Yeah, uh, good to be with you, Steve. Apparently, Christians are worse than Osama bin Laden, the guy that killed 3,000 innocent lives on 9-11. Apparently, Christians are worse than Osama bin Laden, the guy that blew up two U.S. embassies in East Africa, killing hundreds of Americans and African citizens. Apparently, Christians are worse than Osama bin Laden al-Qaeda, the guy who blew up uh, a, a United States sailing vessel in the Persian Gulf before 9-11. That's what James Carville is talking about. Maybe if that guy spent one minute, like uh, many Americans actually do, in the defense of this nation in uniform or in civilian clothing, rather than yelling about it uh, while wearing a neon pink sweatshirt uh, from the Marine Corps pretending to be awesome, he would actually have an idea of what it takes to defend this nation and how grotesque that comment is to, de to, to declare Christians worse than al-Qaeda, the most evil thing on planet Earth, next to the Iranians. Uh, uh, cash, hang on. We're going to get to the whole issue of the Persians and are we setting ourselves up for a Gulf of Tonkin situation as the war in the Middle East uh, explodes this morning. Back in a moment, Cash Patel. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. 
Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. By the way, the way you get jacked up early in the morning, we can take on the Carvels of the world. Now, that's kind of punching down, isn't it? Yep. Got to be careful there. Warpath Coffee. Warpath.coffee. Promo code WARROOM. You see how jacked up I am in the morning? I do it with my dark roast Mariner's Blend. You see that? They got the, they got the skull and crossbones on the front. Tage Gill and the Navy Seals. I'm going to try to get Tage on here later in the week. Doing a fabulous job. The dark roast best ever made. The mild roasts, mild roast are excellent. I'm not a mild roast guy, but people that like it love it. Plus, they get all the holiday blends. Just go check it out. Warpath.coffee. Get promo code worm, get your discounts. Uh, cash. Uh, two things. Before I get into the details of the ever-expanding Middle East war, and Harner was going to join me because we had just a massive, massive announcement by Speaker Johnson. Sent a letter to the White House. Said, eh, thanks, but no thanks. The Democrats were not serious. First of all, we adamantly opposed attaching anything to Ukraine. It should just be voted down. Um, but the Democrats, and they showed their true colors of the traitors they are to this country because they try to hold this um, invasion of our country. And to talk about an invasion, I think it was in Tucson yesterday, 10,000 in 24 hours, 10,000 illegal alien invaders coming across the border. That would be one combat division in 24 hours, one combat division. Cash, you were there for President Trump. I first you were in the House with Devin Nunez on uh, on House Intel. Uh, you were with President Trump in the administration. The oh. the years of peace and prosperity versus President Trump versus this chaos and anarchy. And you see the way from our cold open with Liz Cheney and Joe Scarborough. And, uh, every day it's going to be democracy. They can't run on the economy. They can't run on geopolitics and national security. They can't run on people's uneasiness, what's happening in the school. Culturally, they understand black men, Hispanic men are leaving them. Uh, the economy is so bad. Brad's going to be on a second that uh, the youth vote now is they just put out a thing. Uh, Axios, one of the lead stories today, lowest enthusiasm for the youth vote ever. That means Democrats done. The only thing they can run on is that Trump's a dictator and we're all fascist. Right. And the Christian nationalists, the Christians and the traditional Catholics are a bunch of jackboots, more dangerous than al-Qaeda. That is their campaign. That's what we're highlighting. This President Trump goes to Iowa and gets in the grill going, you're not going to smear my people. You're not going to smear f- uh, folks that are veterans and serve this nation and are hardworking folks, the backbone of the country. Give me your assessment of this attack. They're coming after Trump, uh, that he's an autocrat, he's a dictator. This is uh, Germany in 1932, sir. Steve, it goes down to one thing. They know that they can't bring up a better policy than President Trump on anything, not the border, not taking on the CCP, not defeating Iran, not taking on Russia, not taking on the DPRK, not ending forever wars, not ending human trafficking, not ending the drug cartels, anything. They have no better policy. And so what they turn to is their radical left wing conspirators in the fake news media to the last thing they have left. Trump is Hitler. Trump's a dictator. Anyone that supports him is also a dictator or supports tyrannical regimes. So the first group of people that they'll attack are Christian nationals and Jews, which they've done both now 
in whole. And where they'll go next is a guy like me, a minority in America who's a practicing Hindu. They'll say, oh, all of these minorities that follow Donald Trump are worse than dictators because they're so stupid. They came to America for the American dream and they've been duped by this tyrannical dictator. But what they won't talk about is how Donald Trump actually promoted minorities more so than Barack Obama and Joe Biden ever did. I know I'm living proof of that. And so they left the hypocrisy behind for hyperbole. And just wait, this is a yeah. coordinated strike by the Washington Post, the New York Times. And Big Atlanta. time. It didn't happen by <clears throat> Big time. Big time. In fact, if we can get that uh, chart I sent the camera, I sent you this morning like it, to see if you could break it out. They've got all the headlines. It's a coordinated strike. Right. It was 10 major uh, their major, the, all their starters. They put their starting team on this to kind of. You know, th- this is where they get the momentum. You know, I say you got to have muscle velocity. They they were looking for muscle velocity. As an aside, uh, you Hindus are maybe the the the, the guys who are going to go after the worst because you got that. If you were in India, you'd be voting for Modi, and Modi's on the yeah. list of he's like an Orban, right? So you you guys got the double whammy. Uh, but cash, I think. You know, I, I want to go back to what Liz Cheney said and what Applebaum said. It's all these false allegations and he's actually said he's going to come after people. It's Trump's. I think President Trump might have read government gangsters. I think one of the fears I'm hearing, because you can you can you know when they're afraid is that they understand that, hey, we have the receipts. We know exactly what they did. We know exactly who did it. We, we've sent them the, the letters to say, hold your, hold your papers, don't destroy your emails, don't destroy your servers, because there are going to be prosecutions after this. They just have to understand something. You have broken the law, you've imprisoned people illegally, you've done things in Ukraine and other places that are completely illegal, you've started these wars, and you're going to be held accountable. They don't like it. They've never had accountability, and this is why they're in panic mode. Uh, Cash Patel. Yeah, look, he probably did read Government Gangsters. That's probably why it's a bestseller and he keeps talking about it. Go buy a copy for the holidays now. But look, what you're talking about is the evidence. And that's what the left and the radical left-wing media are running away from. Now they are saying Donald Trump is going to use the two-tier system of justice created by Joe Biden, the Democrats, and the rhinos. Merrick Garland, Rod Rosenstein, Christopher Wray, Government Gangsters are the top tier. Now they're actually saying, the left is saying Donald Trump is going to dare to use the DOJ and FBI to act out acts of political vengeance. The only difference is the left knows they're the ones that broke the law. They're the ones that did Russiagate. They're the ones that wrote the 51 Intel letter. They're the ones that lied to the American public over and over again to rig a presidential election. And Bannon, I know the War Room Posse knows this and they got to light up the Christmas trees this holiday season. They are prepping Russiagate 27.0 right now. It is our job to find out what it is and stop them. No one in the United States government is going to do that for us. It's up to us civilians. We got to marshal the clans here and make sure we blow up their next election rigging scam. Do you feel highly confident that when you go back and and is a senior member of this uh, uh, administration, President Trump's administration, starting in the afternoon of the 20th of January of 2025, uh, do you feel confident that you will be able to deliver the goods, that we can have serious prosecutions and accountability. And I want the Morning Joe producers that watch us and all the producers that watch us, this is just not rhetoric. We're absolutely dead serious. We're not, you, you cannot have a constitutional republic and allow what these uh, deep staters have done to the country. The deep state, the administrative state, the fourth branch of government never mentioned in the Constitution is going to be taken apart brick by brick. 
And the people that did these evil deeds will be held accountable and prosecuted, criminal prosecutions. Uh, Cash, I, I know you're probably going to be head of the CIA, but do you believe that you can deliver the goods on this in a pretty short, in a pretty short order of the first couple of months so we can get rolling on prosecutions? Yes, we got the bench for it, Bannon, and you know those guys. I'm not going to go out there and say their names right now so the radical left-wing media can terrorize them. But, excuse me, the one thing we learned in the Trump administration the first go-round is we got to put in all-America patriots top to bottom. And we got them for law enforcement. We got them for intel collection. We got them for offensive operations. We got them for DOD, CIA, everywhere. And the one thing we will do that they never will do is we will follow the facts and the law and go to courts of law and correct these justices and lawyers who have been prosecuting these cases based on politics and actually issuing them as lawfare. We will go out and find the conspirators, not just in government, but in the media. Yes, we're going to come after the people in the media who lied about American citizens, who helped Joe Biden rig presidential elections. We're going to come after you, whether it's criminally or civilly, we'll figure that out. But yeah, we're putting you all on notice. And Steve, this is why they hate us. This is why we're tyrannical. This is why we're dictators, because we're actually going to use the Constitution to prosecute them for crimes they said we have always been guilty of, but never have. Use the Constitution to protect the Constitution in this constitutional republic. Before I get to the Persians, uh, one last thing. Uh, Julie Kelly is going to join us tonight in the evening show, the the first hour. Um, And this boggles my mind, but Cash, they're actually admitting now that they've either destroyed or lost so they can't find the J6 depositions. The film depositions. That can't be true, is it? I mean, come on, dude. Is this the, it, Julie Kelly says 100 percent true? They can't. They can't. They've requested it. Johnson's requested. He's demanded it. It hasn't turned up. Why would they destroy those tapes? Steve, he's the only thing Mike Johnson should do. Subpoena Bernie Johnson or whatever that guy's name and the chairman. Subpoena Liz Cheney and Adam Benny. Kitzing, um, yeah. Benny Johnson and demand the tapes. And then make him admit he destroyed congressional evidence. Make him admit that under oath. And then when the Trump administration comes in, we'll handle the rest. But here's the other thing they should be doing. Scouring the email systems on the House servers, because here's what government gangsters always do. They leave a trail. They leave attachments of the transcripts, clips of the videos. We got to go through all of the staffers that were on that committee and every single member of Congress. I don't know why this hasn't been done yet. And we're just accepting their answer that they were destroyed. I believe they probably tried to destroy a lot of it, but they're never good enough to corrupt or cover up their own criminal actions. So Speaker Johnson and whoever else in charge over there has to go subpoena these people and has to go to work and get the records that are on their servers cash are we being walked into uh sleepwalking into another gulf of tonkang we got a navy destroyer that's oh, yeah. in, in the red sea which is shooting gallery give me your thoughts on that give, it got a minute and want to hold you just for a minute or two after the break i know you get a bounce but give me a minute on that before we go to break Yeah. When you have a guided missile cruiser of the United States of America, a ship of war attacked by an Iranian drone that is armed with ballistic missiles. I don't want to hear the Biden administration and the U.S. Navy say, oh, they missed us. So we weren't really the target. America is always the target of Iran. Iran is funding a multilateral war with Hezbollah in the north, with Hamas in the south, and now with the Houthis 
in the Red Sea. And Iran is paying for it flush with Joe Biden's $6 billion that he gave them a month ago. They are armed, they are equipped, they got money, and now they are banking and trading with the CCP and the Russians, and they got all the munitions they want, and they're winning both the propaganda war and the war on the ground. This is the world's number one state sponsor of terror, and Joe Biden has genuflected to them at the altar of America. I tell you what, uh, Cash. What's your what's your social media? How they go to your merch? Uh, we'll let you go. Give us all your touch points. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, at Cash at K S H on Truth Social, and go out there and buy the book Government Gangsters. GovernmentGangsters.com, number one in the country. We got the receipts. We got the way to defeat the deep state. And Bannon and I have a fun announcement for you coming up um, in a little bit. But uh, yeah, read the article that I wrote on Breitbart about Iran. What we're we're pushing it out right now. Back. In- It's clear the unthinkable is here. Our most trusted institutions now deceive us boldly every day. Something's clearly wrong. Time is short to become more self-reliant and secure. The future of you and your family. Act today with My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply, the country's largest preparedness company. Let me repeat that. It's the country's largest preparedness company. They've been at this a long time. And they're more equipped than ever to stock your shelves. Their best-selling three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that last up to 25 years in storage. And right now, it's 200 bucks off. You get over 2,000 calories every day. Just add water, heat, and then eat. And remember, you get $200 off if you order today. Make sure every member of your family has a three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. Go right now to MyPatriotSupply.com for the $200 savings. Be sure to order by 3 p.m. and your order ships free the same day. It's best to have emergency food and not need it than to need it and not have it. Take $200 off at MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. It's the biggest preparedness company in the segment. Make sure you take advantage of their consultants. Go there today. Uh, your piece about Donald Trump getting out of NATO. First of all, how that would work. What does it look like for the United States to get out of NATO and the implications of that, given what we're living through right now in Ukraine, given President Biden's efforts to strengthen NATO that has added members on the cusp of adding another here still, uh, getting 800 miles of new border up along Russia with its latest member. What would it mean for the United States to withdraw from NATO? What would it mean to the world? So, first of all, it's important to understand what NATO is. You know, NATO is a is a is a is an alliance based on a pretty open ended treaty. You know, Article Five, this famous Article Five of the NATO Treaty, um, just says an attack on one member will be treated as an attack on all. It doesn't say what you have to do. There's no obligation to do anything. Um, but it's it's it has created a psychological effect. The idea is that there is a something like collective defense that the United States plus its European allies, plus Canada, would come to one another's aid if attacked. And it did happen once. After 9-11, there was a declaration of Article 5, and NATO members came to U.S. aid in in Afghanistan. But also what that means is that if Trump were to be president, and if he were simply to say, I don't believe in collective defense anymore, I don't care about Europe, which he has said, by the way, you know, he said, I don't give a 
about NATO to John Bolton. He tried to leave the NATO alliance a couple of times when he was president before. If he were to say that and if he were to be backed up by his, you know, by his cabinet members, um, that's it, because the promise of collective defense is gone. And there would, of course, be a reaction. You know, the Senate would fight back and, you know, former, you know, military chiefs and there might be political, you know, uh, resistance to it. But really, all he has to do is. OK, everything and 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 Applebaum, that's the Atlanticist crowd, uh, the, the, the crowd that sucks off this tit and just makes tons of money. Um, NATO is not an alliance. NATO is a protectorate. What President Trump and what we said was very clear. You committed, and you committed basically when Ukraine uh, had the color revolution, you committed to put 2% of your GDP for your defense. They don't even come close. The NATO is not an alliance. It's an American security guarantee underwritten by your tax dollars and your sons and daughters' blood. Okay? The Europeans have taken this blanket, and that's why the elites in Europe go to the Swiss Alps. Go to Tuscany and Florence. Go to the south of France. Go to the west end of London. Go to Belgravia. They're living high on the hog. All those nations have health care. They all have six-week vacations in the summer. They all have great cushy pensions that you retire at 50. You got any of that? Do you have any of that? Are there sons and daughters? And don't tell me, Afghanistan. It's an open secret. There are a couple, the Polish and the Canadians, there are a couple on occasions, but overall, in the 20 years were there, they didn't want to go on patrols. They came up with every excuse in the world. Don't give me the collective security. It's an American, just like in World War One and World War Two. We ended World War One. We sent our troops over. World War Two. how many of those nations and NATOs were our allies? They never want to talk about that. They were no, no, we, had, we had England, and you had a handful of people in other countries. Some resistance and fighters in, in, in France and some in Norway. Those countries either neutral or they were part of Hitler's gang, including two-thirds of Ukraine that we're funding right now. We're fighting with the Wehrmacht. Our allies were the Russian people, not Stalin in the, in the apparatus of the Bolsheviks and certainly not the KGB with Putin in this crowd. I'm talking about the people that took the casualties and did the fighting and destroyed fascism. This whole thing in NATO is nothing but the New York, Boston, Washington crowd, and London, and that whole crowd. No, if NATO, if, if what they have to do, and here's what, Ukraine broke them. All their lies broke them because they thought we're a bunch of saps and we're going to keep putting billions and billions in. Hey, suck on this. Johnson said a letter today, the White House said, no money. You secure the border first, and then we'll talk about it. So they're never going to secure the border because they want an invasion of this country. So Ukraine suck on this. There's no money for the oligarchs. And the Ukrainian people ought to get up on it and get rid of Zelensky. Demand an election. Demand an election. And let's see where that, we'll see that little criminal comes out. And that's another thing we're going to pursue is where that money went, who stole it, and all the DACAs they got on the Black Sea, and everything that they took into the south of France is coming back, and we're going to put criminal charges on those guys. We're not going to stand for this anymore. And Morning Joe, and remember, all of their great NATO, Stavridis and all these clowns, for two years have looked you in the, looked in the camera and lied to you. Morning Joe has been 1,000% incorrect in this entire war. And now, fa- finally, MAGA stood up and woke these congressmen up to say, if you vote for 80 to 60, 60 to $80 billion when we're broke and we're having this fight right now over maybe cutting a couple of hundred billion dollars out of a $7 trillion budget, 
We will turf you out. And that's all they understand. We will turf you out. And every town hall you have, we're going to be in your grill. Ben Harnwell, give me the, the it's so much going on, but I'm going to tell you that there's a lot of broken hearts up on Capitol Hill that want to continue the grift, particularly in the Senate. You know, the crocodile tears of Lindsey Graham, but even those folks, because he's got so many people in South Carolina in his face when he goes back there. Give me the update on the grift in, uh, in Ukraine, sir. Good morning, Steve. Well, we've got some interesting developments over the last 24 hours. Let's start with this, that Jens Stoltenberg, the Secretary General of the aforementioned, the aforementioned NATO alliance, has said that, and this is very interesting, this is an, an interview to, to German broadcaster ARD. He said, we have to support Ukraine in both good times and bad. We should also be prepared for bad news. He, no, he didn't enter into specifics over what that bad news is. But it's widely, widely being interpreted as uh, setting the, the scene for, um, for something uh, disappointing from the pro-Ukrainian perspective. Now, obviously, on the war, we've been covering this over the last couple of weeks. Um, and you know, give it, bearing in mind, Steve, that his, um, his predecessor, Anders Fogh-Rasmussen, said just a couple of weeks ago that NATO should be prepared to let the rump of, of Ukrainian-controlled Ukraine enter into the alliance and leaving out those territories like the Donbass and um, and Crimea from the alliance. That, I think, is where things seem to be going right in the present moment. Um, what is, are they going to be shocked? What's going to be the, re- replica- the, the, the uh, reverberations when it becomes obvious that there's not going to be any funding coming. I mean, the House is now – Johnson's letter over there was pretty in your grill. We can't even have a discussion until you do transformative policies on the border. And the Democrats are never going to do that because they want the invasion of this country. So when, when people – it finally dawns on these guys that we have not been bluffing and MAGA has not been bluffing. This was a priority. We're not putting another penny into that – into the uh, sinkhole, you know, Victoria Newland's playground – uh, in uh, in Ukraine, when is that going to hit reality? And are the Europeans going to step up and continue to fund? Or are they going to be like they normally do and come up with some excuse why they got to go skiing uh, and can't do any heavy lifting? Well, Steve, right now in Europe there are some interesting developments, and basically I'll define it like this: those elements within the European Union that were most hesitant to fall in line behind the United States two years ago are now finding their step. And they're increasing the tone of their resistance. For example, Viktor Orban in, in Hungary is probably right now the most um, Ukraine hostile member state. And he's slowly, slowly, slowly upping his position. For example, he's just sort of ruled out. Um, I think in the last 12 hours, he came out. He, he himself came out following on from what his chief of staff said last week and, and said that um, that in this meeting that they commit that have coming up in about 10 days the accession of ukraine um, to the eu shouldn't even be on the agenda um so i think what's happening is that certain wow. Europe, you know those european voices wow. that were hesitant wow. before they didn't want to fall into line wow. they're now increasing the, the strength of that position um there's also actually got a great piece about the triple stalemate in congress and in europe and the battlefield People should understand the Russians, and this is what happens when you press your bet and you got nothing to back it up with, and you're putting your people in jeopardy. I think the Russians are looking at a winter offensive that's focused on Kiev, and then you're going to have all hell to pay. 
Um, and that's why, you know, Cy Hirsch, I realize Cy Hirsch is a quite questionable uh, guy, particularly his affiliation uh, with, uh, with the Russians. Uh, but he's talking about a military-to-military military negotiations to put this thing to bed. The, um, one of the things that that's, this has caused, Ukraine has caused, and particularly the shoveling of money over there, is, and it's only one part of it, the rise of the right. Now, the bigger part of that, as you so correctly uh, always inform me, is really the camp of the saints, the mass invasion from North Africa and Middle East uh, into into Europe is what's really caused these populist parties. Remember, Ben, we were around in, in 18 and 19 and really worked the soil there, particularly to give them a heads up that don't trust the Chinese Communist Party who's going to try to take over, uh, is going to try to take over the right in uh, in Europe. But right now, the FT's got an amazing, I think it's the FT, they're saying there's no more room in Ireland right now. Irish are the worst politicians. They've sold out the Irish people. They're the biggest globalists. They, they, they basically dine off Brussels and Davos uh, is this now the immigration debate has gotten to be that tough that the, even the Irish are saying there's no more room for any more mass immigration? Um, Steve, this is really interesting. Look, for, for years I've been extremely aggressively against the whole scale uh, mass immigration from the third world, from sub-Saharan Africa into the European Union. And people always said to me, oh, Hanwell, you're just basically racist. You wouldn't be saying any of this if, if these people who were coming in were blonde-haired. And blue eyed. And that's a look, that's absolutely true. I would, I would absolutely be saying that. And irony of ironies that no one ever expected. We now have exactly this situation that a lot of blonde haired, blue eyed people are coming into Europe. Um, and, you know, my, I'm absolutely co- coherent on this. These people should, you know, they're, they're, there's no obligation on European taxpayers to host them. Now, it's not just Ben Harnwell and Warren saying this, this is actually deeply felt also in Ireland. Um, where the, there's a huge, now, this is the FT doing this, Steve, as drawing a direct line from the, 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 the massive hospitality of uh, over presently 100,000 um, asylum speakers, three quarters of whom are from Ukraine. And it's the FT that's drawing a direct line from this, uh, this massive number that they're hosting um, to the rise of what the FT calls the far right. Um, so there were there were two planks I think here to the immigration debate. There is the whole scale presence. Um, a lot of people coming in um, from this Islamic uh, contingent, shall we say? But there's also a deeply felt um, unease at the amount of money the Irish are spending um, on welcoming Ukrainians, and this is having knock-on consequences to do with that housing crisis and the cost of living crisis. Now, both of the, ironically enough, Steve, the FD does report that both of those two issues, housing and cost of living, are above the, the immigration issue, which is currently uh, placed a third. But, but, but as I say on this show quite quite often, you know, really looking at this, and I think you said this famously um, so many years ago in, in your strategic meeting with the then Senator Jeff Sessions, immigration has to be the number one issue in the United States, because in fact, all of the other issues that, that the existential issues that the West face yep. are, are downstream of that. And that is exactly what we're seeing here in Ireland right now, Steve. It's amazing. And by the way, they can't put the racist uh, tab on you anymore, tag on you anymore, because it's from Ukraine. Another issue of this Ukrainian war and what the EU tried to do initially. Ben, uh, where do people get to your uh, all your content? Thank you so much, Steve. Uh, check out the exclusive letter that you can get by subscribing on warroom.org. Uh, come and find me on our excellent channel on Rumble, which is uh, Bannon's War Room, or find me on at Steve Bannon on Getter. 
where you very kindly repost me and share my uh, contributions. <laughs> They're fantastic. I'm, I'm a little jealous of your engagement. You, you always get better engagement than I do because I think your things are, are pithy. They're, they're, very, they're very, very catchy the way you write them. Ben, thank you for doing this, brother. You've been dead spot on in this, this massive issue coming thank to a head you. here in the United States. And, of course, thanks. They're going to trash Trump nonstop. He's been dead right on this from the absolute beginning, the defense of Europe. Defense of Europe has got to be the Europeans short break. Okay, Environ Cleanse never does this. They just announced a massive Black Friday discount. Now let me tell you why this is important. Environ Cleanse is predicting another triple demic this year, and the best way to fight a cold or flu is not to get it. That's why I got Environ Cleanse for the war room. The new science in home air purification. The reason is that they are uh, approved by the Pentagon. They're approved by the Department of Defense for Navy combatants. When I was a young ensign and an auxiliary engineer, the uh, air purification came under my auspices, and I can tell you that this is the product that you want because it qualifies to be used on a Navy combatant. EnviroCleanse, the military-grade technology, wipes out bacteria, toxins, and mold that can make you sick. That's why the Navy chose it, to protect the air on board our Navy ships. Get EnviroCleanse for your home. It's available now for your home with that technology. And do it before a virus takes your whole family down. Right now, you can save 35% during their Black Friday sale. Plus, get fast, free shipping. Visit ekpure.com. That's ek. For EnviroCleanse, ekpure.com, and use promo code Steve35 for 35% off. That's ekpure.com, code Steve35 for the 35% discount. They've never done this before, so take advantage of it. ekpure.com, action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, um, this is CBS News. Uh, and this is about gold. Gold hit $2,100, I think, on Monday. Uh, it's been bouncing around a little bit, but about, talking about the record highs. Gold. This is CBS News. Gold prices are hitting record highs, topping 2100 per ounce on Monday as investors boost their holdings of the shiny metal as hedge. As hedge? You heard that before? Hedge against global, global conflicts and expected rate cuts from the Federal Reserve. The recent price surge in gold is wild, although it follows two years of solid gains in gold prices, noted uh, a guy from the Bleakley Financial Group. Um, the, uh, it continues on talking about what's driving this is geopolitical risks, financial risks, and the rate increases is going to trash the U.S. dollar. My point, it's time for you to find out what's driving it. Of course, you listen to us on the show where we give you macro. We don't give you personal financial advice, but we give you access to people. You should go to the team at Birchgold, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Go get all the free information. It's totally free. Everything we put up there, the end of the dollar empire. You've got to understand that, the debt trap, de-dollarization, the prime reserve currency. Yes, we're going to give you a Harvard MBA uh, when you watch this show. You'll get all the tools, all the nomenclature, all of it. But then talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Call him and talk to him one-on-one and say, hey, what's going on here? Why are the – and CBS News and uh, Mo and Gracie can push that. I've got it up on Getter. They talk about the purchases of the BRICS nation. All-time high in 22, topped in 23. What do they know that you don't? 
Call Birch Gold and find out. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Um, Dave Bratt. Now, EJ and Tony is going to join us tonight at 5 o'clock. Also, Congressman Good talking about the, the, the lack of movement right now on making cuts, massive cuts in the federal budget and what the guys like Burleson and Good and these guys are going to do about it, about chop blocking people on rules. Nothing's going to come up until you deal with the, the financial crisis. Um, Brad, you, you've been there before. E.J. Antoni's got a piece in the New York Post today, our own E.J. Antoni. He's going to be here at 5. Right. Dave, you've done your own analysis. There's a story out there that I think that the emergency withdrawals of – this is how bad Bidenomics is, and this is why they don't want to mention or run on it. People are – was at an all-time high of taking emergency withdrawals to, pay, yeah. to make sure they can make <laughs> ends meet, sir? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, uh, Denver just wants to tee up the charts in a row. I read EJ's uh, article. It's outstanding. Uh, covers all the macro. Uh, I'm just going to cover the uh, the micro personal issues that go along with his article. Uh, so here's the new high, right? Taking a loan early withdrawal and or hardship withdrawal. And that, that's 37 uh, percent of American families have had to take out a hardship withdrawal. Well, that sounds bad. It is bad. And so let's analyze what that 37% really means. And the next chart, uh, Denver, uh, the next chart uh, I think is a pizza slice. Uh, it's very hard to find any commentary out there about when will prices ever go down. The Washington Post actually wrote a piece and they, they said, we hate to say it, but the answer is never. So E.J. Antoni and, and the, uh, the inflation calculator uh, has our, our dollar down 20%, right? So everybody's pensions, uh, all your assets, the dollar, Hold everything. It. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, right? whoa. I want to make sure, yep. hang on. I want to make sure people, when we say down, down, it's not a trading. The purchasing power of right. the dollar is 20% yep. less than when the Biden, illegitimate Biden regime took over with the stolen election. I just want to make sure right. we get the nomenclature. No, that's this right. is the thing yep. about. You don't need you don't need the calculations on inflation. Just this is your lived experience. The purchasing power of that Federal Reserve note you got in front of you is down twenty percent. Since this is all you need to run on, they can say autocracy yep. and not a democracy and come at Trump. Trump's going to punch back. They're destroying people because the billionaires, the cokes, it doesn't affect the cokes. It affects people making 20, 25, 35, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80,000 bucks a year and trying to keep a family together. 20% yep. is a massive hit day, Brett. Yeah, let, let me just go over that because uh, I want everybody to teach everybody else out there about inflation. All right. So let's just say uh, that 20% we're talking about. I, I want to explain where that came from. So let's just say we had three years and the inflation rate was 10% the first year. That means your prices went up 10%. Then the second year, prices, uh, the inflation rate came down. So does that mean prices are going down? No, it does not. The second year, inflation was 5%, which means prices went up another 5% after the 10%. And then in the third year, inflation now is you know down below five, but let's just say five again to make it simple. Prices are up another 5%. So they're up 10% and then 5% and then 5%. Nowhere in that story have prices gone down. And that's why the American people are, are getting uh, fooled by the mainstream media. They're not giving an honest account of that 20% loss in purchasing power due to uh, inflation. And so let's take a look at the impact on the average American family uh, in the next couple of charts, uh, Denver, if you have them. 
Uh, right here is the share of adults uh, in the U.S. middle class uh, from 1971 to 2021, 50 years. Uh, this is what you're feeling. This is your real lived experience. The middle class has shrunk uh, from 61% to 50. Uh, the lower income class has grown from 25 to 29, and the upper income class has grown. So the, the middle class bottom line is shrinking from 60 to 51. The next chart uh, shows uh, similarly, uh, th this is the rate of change in your income. The lower income uh, folks have had a 45% increase in their incomes over those 50 years. So a uh, little less than 1% income growth over those 50 years. Uh, middle income, 1% growth, and the upper income have seen growth in their incomes. Of course, the rich have assets uh, that have grown like crazy with a stock market boom. Uh, but the next chart, this one really gets uh, to the issue. Uh, so the average family right now uh, has about 100,000 in savings, but that's very misleading, the term average, because that's got the billionaires in there. 100,000 in retirement. The median family, the, the middle person in that income distribution we looked at in America has only $28,000 saved for their entire okay. retirement. The middle family this, has okay, $28,000 to on. live on. Yeah. Hang on. We're going to go through that number. This yeah. ties directly to Nikki Haley, the CNN, my, the lead story I got up on Getter. That blazing headline that she's her number one thing she's running on is attack is go after Social Security. Think about it. the average person, 20,000. Here's why your your tax dollars are going overseas to places like Ukraine of where the wealthy are all grifting off it. And Applebaum, all these grifters are all grifting off it. And they got full pensions and health care. What do you got? You got twenty eight thousand dollars, maybe tucked away in a twelve hundred buck a month from Social Security. That's what you got. That's what your future is going to be from the time you're 60 to the time you're 90 or beyond. Hey, it's not going to happen. We're not going to let it happen. You're not going to let it happen. Short break. Back for the second hour in a moment. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly seven hundred thousand americans every year yes heart disease is the number one killer every year year in and year out heart disease builds over time hypertension high blood pressure bad cholesterol diabetes all of it affects our heart a healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older it is never too early to take care of your heart you see heart disease sneaks up on us you can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. 
Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. 